You're listening to episode number 385 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I feel like I'm in mourning. Why is that? Uh, because of the story we got coming up here about the Mirage being sold. Mm. It's you, I've been thinking about you a lot, sir. I've, I've sent you thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not just about them being sold. There's more going into it that makes yeah. it sadder, which we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, you've definitely been a little more bummed than usual the last few days. Mopey. Mopey. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and I, I get why, and we'll talk about it later, but I'll, I, will, I will just say right from the get-go, we knew there would come a day when this sort of transition for the Mirage would come and it only seems kind of sort of, um, I don't know, full circle maybe, or, or that one symbol of the, of the snake that's eating its tail where it, 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 it will come and, and it will take over itself yeah. because the Mirage is, it really is the, the first, um, I don't know. What do you want? How do you want to call it? The first step towards the bastion of, of the Vegas that we know today. And it was the mega casino. But listen, to get there, we need to start the show. So he's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. 58% of restaurant and hotel employees intend to quit their jobs by the end of 2021. Got that from at Vital Vegas. Well, that's a scary thought. I know, right? Right. They're already understaffed. I'm also going to call bullshit on it. I think 5.8% of restaurant and hotel employees intend <laughs> will actually quit their job. Right, I exactly. believe 58% intend to, but 5.8 actually. Yeah, won't. this is the time of year when they're getting shitty, when things are getting busy. and Yeah. Yeah. But that's also when they can potentially make the most money. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, my wife and I get super generous at the, at the Christmas season, like like right around maybe that first week before Thanksgiving and then from Thanksgiving through and including January 5th is where we are. We're like, oh, my God, you've given us such great service for the past few years. Here's a couple of 20s. Mm-hmm. You've been so wonderful <laughs> to us. Here's some 20s just because we, we want them to feel loved and appreciated. But but yeah, no, right now, the, if let me put it this way, restaurant and hotel employees, if you're not making bank right now you should probably check your service level but right that's, right that's me kind of throwing a gauntlet 
<clears throat> Mark, tell me about the twit pick of the week. A beautiful picture of a beautiful property. Balconies and rooftop pools were both things you couldn't do successfully in Vegas. Cosmopolitan proved that wrong. At 4.4 acres, it's the best use of available space in Vegas history and offers one of the best views of the Strip for people who enjoy via your balcony. Again, at Maverick Heli gives us a unique perspective as only they can. It makes you wonder if the person taking all the pictures is a brilliant photographer or if the views are just that great. Don't know? Super care. It's <laughs> funny. So, listen, you two, I think, will want to wax poetic for four or five minutes. So let me just say, <laughs> when I saw this week's TwitPick winner, I'm like, oh, of course it was. <laughs> I I actually, somebody, um, I want to say it was like Grandpa D or, or whomever that fellow was on, on, on Twitter. Uh, he had posted a picture from the lounge at... Hmm, I think maybe the original Pioneer. And I just sat there and stared and I thought, sometime I'm going to tell Mark, I would like this to be our Twitter pick of the week because here's my inspired uh, uh, paragraph on it. But when I saw it, this, Tony's this getting winter, monologue listen, inspirations? I know, right? Who's a what? I said Tony's getting monologue uh, inspirations now. Monologue, thank you. That was what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. There was one where I, hand to God, I sat and stared at that picture, and mentally in my head, I got transported back to the fifties, mm-hmm. walking through the bar and just looking at the people sitting there. And I had my, I, like, I had this entire monologue prepped, and I thought, I wonder if Mark would ever uh, open it up to co-host inspirations but i digress karen what do you think of that picture i mean it's a great it's a unique unique angle of the property and it kind of you get to see all the things that make cosmo a little unique in a very tiny little footprint so yeah that's a cool pick i'll give you this mark you i love your your this sentence right here at 4.4 acres it's the best use of available space in vegas history and you're absolutely right I will, I will forever in a day say, although I may not love the Cosmopolitan as much as you two do, what I respect the hell out of as it relates to Cosmo is they said, okay, we have a tiny little cracker-sized square of space, so we're just going to build the fuck up, and we're going to make everything we can as amazing as possible going upward. And in that regard... Cosmopolitan wins hands down the best use of upward space. Yes. I love it. Well, as always, we'll link this photo uh, to our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Here we go. This is going to take up, I'm sure, a significant bulk of the conversation. Tell me about Mirage being sold. It was announced that MGM Resorts is selling the Mirage to Hard Rock for $1.075 billion. The name Mirage will be leased to Hard Rock for three years while they make the transition over to Hard Rock. To clarify, that means the name Mirage will be replaced by Hard Rock. Plans are also to build a guitar-shaped hotel tower. Now for the bad news. They plan to remove the Mirage Volcano and potentially the Wildlife Sanctuary, which means that we're about to lose another icon on the Strip. 
The deal is expected to close in the second half of 2022. MGM Resorts will retain the Mirage name and brand. No word what they plan to do with it. Hard Rock has earmarked up to $1.5 billion for remodeling of the property. It's unclear if Beatles Love will be part of the purchase, like it was for Phil Ruffin and Treasure Island with Mystere. The deal will be the first tribal game company to operate a property on the Las Vegas Strip. Go ahead, Tony. I, I, no, I, the, my only, 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 and this is probably the sick way to look at it. The only thing I'm going to be like is when I'm watching Vegas Vacation, I'm going to be like, oh, that used to be Mirage. <laughs> now it's Hard Rock. And that's, that's literally all I've got on this. So, I, I mean, I'm not surprised that they sold the Mirage. I mean, that's been kind of on the, right. the chopping block for a while, and it's like their only property that far north and all that kind of stuff, so selling it makes sense. Yeah. Part of me is excited about Hard Rock coming back and actually being on the Strip. Right. I think it's going to be a very different Hard Rock than what we had before. Um, Hopefully they'll build a hell of a concert venue. Yeah, that's something else that they do need there that Mirage doesn't have, which Hard Rock is kind of known for. Um, but I think that does potentially put the love theater at risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I guess sad, obviously that Mirage won't be there and the volcano will be going away, but not surprised that that's where they're going to build the guitar shaped hotel tower. Yeah. And if you, if I really stop and think about it and kind of take the emotion out of it, you're kind of trading one Vegas icon for another because that hotel tower yeah, but it's the Is original it? icon that you're replacing. Well, you could say the landmark was the original icon. I mean, no, it's <laughs> there. There's a lot of different ways you could look at this, and I, I think Tony's comment before about, you know, we knew that the cycle was going to start up again in our time, and it's not surprising that it's starting with Mirage. So I guess that just means enjoy it while you can, yeah. while it's still the Mirage. Um, I'm excited that they've earmarked one point, excuse me, one point five billion for it. Because it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. But yeah, kind of bittersweet mixed emotions right. on the whole thing. In today's day and age, $1.5 might just cover that new hotel. <laughs> that guitar hotel. <laughs> is, is that really it, guys? Two, two minutes of conversation? Yeah. yeah. What more do you want from us? Right, I, it, I was counting happened. on some tears, motherfucker. No, I'm not what? that. <laughs> He's not that upset about yeah. it. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Then fine. Tell me about the Las Vegas Super Bowl. It was officially reported this week that Las Vegas will host the Super Bowl in 2024. Originally, New Orleans was supposed to host the 2024 Super Bowl. However, the addition of a 17th regular season game pushed the event ahead a week. Back a week. Back a week. No, it's ahead a week. No, back. Because you had 17, you added an extra week, so everything gets slid back a week. No, it doesn't. The Super Bowl got pushed forward, which then fell into Mardi Gras and made them say... Why would you push it oh. forward if you're adding another week? The, the whole idea was that the Super Bowl would be done and then Mardi Gras was going to be the week after. Because they added a, another week of the regular season, everything else had to slide back a week. The playoffs it, slid back a week. Everything had to slide back a week. It, it didn't. No. Mardi Gras happens after the Super Bowl. Not now. It was supposed to, but not... I, Mardi Gras I, moves every year. I, I, I don't care. Enough to argue it. Uh, you may be right. I may be crazy. Oh, great <laughs> reference. <laughs> great reference. <laughs> anyway, um, 
More than 50 properties, mostly casinos, simultaneously promoted the news via their digital marquees. The economic impact of a Super Bowl is projected to be $500 million, not including state and local taxes, which is estimated at another $70 million. Some interesting things are required by the league for the hosting city. They include police escorts for team owners, use of presidential suites at the city's top hotels, 35,000 parking spaces, all revenue from the ticket sales yeah all all revenue from the ticket sales to the game oh they get all the revenue from it sorry yeah the two bowling venues two bowling venues that's what? the one that what yeah what does that mean i don't, I don't know apparently they're brooklyn bowl and they're big time bowlers place <laughs> else right. is gonna have a yeah be booked up solid like that's super bowl awesome. they bring their bowl their ball and their shoes with them right or, exactly can i can i get a lane I, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they also get portable cell phone towers and advertising space from local newspapers and radio stations. We knew this was coming. Um, we just didn't know when. Well, no, I'm excited. It actually got moved up a couple years because right. we were sort of back of the line. I mean, basically, anytime somebody gets a new stadium, you know, they, they're in line for right. to host the game. Um, just so you know, Tony, the Super Bowl is like the super mega event of sports ball. Just so you know. Uh, of, of all sports balls or... A specific sports. Some would, some would argue it's the biggest. Pretty of all much sports. of all sports balls. Okay. Um, Got it. But Got yeah. It. Um, the other thing that I'm surprised Vegas was able to say yes, we can provide this, is the 35,000 parking spaces. Like, Notice <laughs> they didn't they didn't clarify where those parking exactly. spaces right. needed exactly. to be. Parked out Henderson. Exactly. Right. It's awesome. No, I mean obviously this is a huge win for the city. I sure mean, it is, especially what a year after you guys got a an NFL football team. So well, two years now. Um, oh, is it okay? Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to remember. So the the first year we were supposed to have the NFL draft, and that was canceled because of COVID. So that is coming back this year, and then we also have the Pro Bowl this year. So we've got a couple of big events related to football, and then this is the biggest one. So yeah, yeah it's it's nice that they're. And hopefully Vegas does it right and nobody gets in too much trouble. They're trying to, they're already starting to allude to Vegas is going to do it like Vegas does, like the Golden Knights games. Oh, yeah. It's going to blow people's minds. Oh, yeah. The shit they're going to do. The intros they do on the Knights game, especially during the playoffs, are ridiculous. Yeah. I wouldn't want anything to do with Vegas for like (laughs) three days before and three days after. Oh, yeah, mind I, you, we'll, we'll stay home. I'll happily oh, watch it from my TV. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The draft might be fun because like, they've got supposedly interactive games and shit like that. Well, the draft could be fun. But no, the Super Bowl. No, no, no. That one I'm not I'm no, not going anywhere we'll near. Never get it. Unless one of them, you know, unless our team is playing, which I don't see that happening. <laughs> Maybe. But oh, this is a little unfortunate I have to talk about. Tell me about the homeless attack. A homeless man snuck into an employee-only area at Paris, stole a butcher knife, then followed a male employee of Monomiga B into the bathroom and attempted to slit his throat. However, before the attack could be complete, the employee moved, causing the knife to miss his throat and instead cutting the victim's left eyebrow. The homeless man was subdued by staff who disarmed the attacker and held him until police arrived. The employee did suffer a disfiguring scar from the aforementioned attack, but they were not severely injured. This is not the first time an assailant has been arrested for trespassing and battery with the use of a deadly weapon. The homeless man is being held without bail on felony charges, including attempted murder, burglary, burglary of a business, mayhem, assault in the first degree, kidnapping, and the and batter. 
Battery. What is wrong with me? Battery. Yeah. Battery. There you go. <laughs> he's, he's, that's when he threw cookie dough in my eye, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> that was the deadly weapon was the batter. I can't believe you went into the employee area. Yeah, it's it says clearly yeah. that it's only for employees. Well, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Damn it, homeless. Know your place. Stay in the public areas. I mean, obviously, the, the guy's got to have some kind of mental oh, illness, um, like but I, addiction I can't imagine the employee who all of a sudden he's just going into the, the restroom yeah, and then all of a sudden business. gets attacked. Right. I mean, that would make uh, me probably PTSD, hesitant to go back to work. Right. Yeah. Like that's oh, got to fuck with you for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't I, have um, your friends like jump out and scare you or anything like that again. Like, no, it's true. You're taking warning. a buddy with you to the bathroom at all times. Right? Just to make sure to be like keep an eye out. <laughs> That's awesome. Can I pick who the buddy is when I go to the bathroom? Right. <laughs> you come to the bathroom with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> wow, that was even I'm creeped out by that. Right? It's Jeez, there. You Tony. took it there. All right, we should probably move on in quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news with but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, MGM Resorts is using virtual reality to give job seekers a chance to experience the job they are applying for before actually being hired. So you can be groped and hit on, maybe have a drink thrown in your face. <laughs> Check it out. It's all there. It's all there. Exactly. Exactly. Lifelike. Because the hope is this this will reduce turnover. Well, of course, because now you know what to expect. Right. I, I, I love this idea. I don't know exactly how they do it, but. Right. Well, they would automatically be excluding some people like me because I can't. Right. Yeah. Oh, you, you wouldn't. Can't wear the little oh, bottles. no. No. We wanna, then sure they, then they would option. see me being like, you know, throwing up on the, the gaming floor or something. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. So, and Karen also happens to be interviewing for the drunken patron. Right? <laughs> oh, well, that I've got down pat. That was right. easy. I'd ace that interview. <laughs> Attempting to get the increase in violent crimes under control, police have made 9,000 arrests and confiscated 500 guns in 2021. While the incidences have been curtailed, the issue still remains and police are continuing to focus on addressing it. 500 guns, man. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you that's consider 9,000 arrests, but 500 guns, yeah. that's a wild shit done. But here's the deal, and I mean this sincerely. I, and, and because, so listen, I, I watch the news. I pay attention to what's going on around me. I think it's perhaps a willful ignorance, but I go to Vegas all the time and don't sweat a doggone thing when I'm out there. Yeah. I have a great time and I'm just perhaps um, wistfully ignorant to all of the things going on around me. Well, and I think the things that we like to do don't necessarily put us in these sorts of situations. I don't know. Some people get in fights right on the on walking up and down Las Vegas Boulevard. But, so yeah, okay, yes, Karen. But you know what? I'll tell you something. After uh, last week's podcasting, where we talked about the individual who tried to intercede in some sort of fight, right. and that person then got injured trying to help someone else out right. and then mark was like yeah i remember that one time the prostitute jumped on the back of alistair and i just <laughs> stared at him like good luck buddy hope you don't get stabbed in the eye <laughs> I, i'm like i think to myself that's i i hate to say it but i'm i'm kind of at that point myself now where i'm just i will call 911 i will right. act as a as a dutiful witness to what's going on but i'm, I, I'm sorry 
best friend standing by me, wife, if you get attacked, I'm just going to have to call 911 and not attempt to step in. <laughs> God, I'd hate it if my wife got killed on this trip. Yikes. Yeah, oh, we need to move on yeah. quickly. This this is degrading that, quick. That trailed. Okay. Raiders fans from when the team was in Oakland and followed the team to Las Vegas are voicing their frustration over the more subdued Las Vegas fans. Raiders fans complain that there is currently no home field advantage as a result. I f- that place has sounded That's loud. not true. That's rude. I mean, I, I That's mean, rude. I, so I will say this. Um, Oakland Raiders fans... The stadium had a reputation, no well, yeah, doubt. Yeah, because they were insane. Well, and, and so I think that's what some of them are complaining about because I think that a lot of the people that go to the Raiders games in Vegas, number one, are more there to have a good time. Right. Maybe not the most diehard Raiders fans. And I do think, and this is part of the reason why they put a team in Vegas, is you've got a lot of the opposing fans that will come into town specifically to go to the game. Yeah. So I can see where it might not be as rowdy or raucous or whatever it was in Oakland. I don't know that that's a bad thing. I would say this is probably the biggest draw that that a sports franchise could have would be for, for football. And, you know, in the, the Raiders fans' defense, um, I'm guessing the tickets are substantially more expensive out here than they were in Oakland. Right, and yeah. so they might not like some of the diehard folks that might have gone all the time might not be able to either travel or get here or whatever. So that, I think, plays into some of their frustration, too. Do you think having a hockey team first where people learn to uh, patiently sit and stare for no, time, uh, time I, until I, something happens, then they jump up? No, because you haven't been to a, a Knights game yet. Um, they're not quiet. Yeah. Uh, and I think the difference is the Knights are a homegrown team. They were yeah. never anywhere but here. And so there's a huge amount of local support for them versus the Raiders are a team that moved. Right. And so since you already have a lot of transplants in Vegas, you've got a lot of fans of very different teams. Right. They're not all unified in their love of the one team. Yeah, yeah. So. All right. The restaurant Picasso at Bellagio has sold 11 of its Picasso paintings for $109 million. Bellagio still has many second tier Picassos <laughs> that will be on display, replacing those that were sold. Yeah, that was my first concern as I read this. I'm like, what are you going to call the place? Yeah. Like, used to be? <laughs> right. <laughs> we used to have. We, we still have some. Right. <laughs> LA based Top Round, a restaurant featuring roast beef sandwiches and hand breaded chicken sandwiches, will open in the space formerly home to Bruxy's in MGM's Park. The restaurant is projected to open in the spring of 2022. Oh, I still miss Bruxy. Yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah. That goddamn pandemic. Right. <laughs> Ruined it for everybody. It's being reported that Station Casinos is looking to open another of their wildfire casinos at 2700 Fremont Street, just south of Charleston Boulevard. The one-story project would span more than 21,000 square feet and sit on five acres. So is this like like a Dottie's or like a... Yep. Okay. Um, or I can't even think of any of the other. So it's a it's a gaming bar. Yeah, it's it's bigger than that. Like it's 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 more like uh, the independent pubs that we see. Yeah, at, I've just never even heard of it. So right. when it's you know they're opening another one, I'm like I did not even know they had wildfire. This. I think most of them are in the south, south of Vegas. Oh, so like Henderson area. Yeah, because hmm. I've seen I've seen I think there's one just off Strip too. Now that I think about it, it's so rinky dink you wouldn't even know it if you didn't see it. <laughs> Uh, my wife and my very first experience with any sort of Dottie's ever 
uh, was in Reno. Mm-hmm. And it's like it sits kind of in a little uh, main street. Mm-hmm. Like if you're walking down any town, Main Street, USA, and it sits in one of those store openings and and we're and I'm like, you know, I've I've heard of this place. Let me pop in. I just want to peek my head in. And I kid you not, at least at least in Reno, but uh if you were excuse me, Lake Tahoe, at least in Lake Tahoe, it looked like if my grandmother had installed some slot machines and video poker machines in her like living room and dining room. Mm-hmm. That's what Dottie's in Lake Tahoe looked hmm. like. It was not a terribly large facility. We got one right down the street from us. I've never stepped in. I've never been in one. In I mean, you should, you should check it out. I mean, I would be interested to tell me if there were lots of uh, flake, fake plastic plants oh, with the weirdest <laughs> uh, wallpaper you've ever seen on a on a wall. Like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm in my grandma's kitchen. What's, this one is, of, what's the other one that's around town all over the place here? I can't remember. I was trying to think of it earlier, but I can't remember. I'm completely drawing a blank. It's it's something like Wildfire too. Arizona Charlie's? No, that's just that's a one place. There's like no, Dottie's no, everywhere, got and there's Arizona a Charlie's. There's a because I keep hearing like I know whatever this other chain is, they've bought out a lot of other independent bars and converted them. Oh, it's gonna drive me crazy yeah, now. Right. Do you guys have jingles for your local? Casino, like I'm talking even 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 smaller casino identities than say. I don't know stations. that I've ever seen any of these like the just the gaming bars. I don't know that I've ever seen them advertise. Oh, they're just oh, kind of there. All right, well, I mean they're everywhere. Back, so yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this week, Fountain Blue began installing and testing what appears to be their new signage on the front of the hotel tower. New ownership has already stated they plan to be open by the end of 2023 that's one that one of the the sports books betting apps should have a line on yes yes exactly (laughs) a kiss museum is coming to rio in march of 2022 it will be located next to the kiss mini golf attraction at the property it's convenient it's i I read in the article that it's like all this kiss museum stuff is is just from uh gene simmons personal collection yeah who just moved to vegas and he didn't want to store it so he's like here (laughs) exactly charge people money for this and give me a cut right flock of seagulls was recently added to the list of performers playing for new year's on fremont street experience the concert will also feature bobby brown vanilla ice village people and tone loke i just want like i almost want to go down there to see it just so i can see how many songs do you actually play like people tone look has two don't look right Um, right vanilla ice has probably a couple more you might have three village people's probably got like three right bobby brown's got a few more right right so he's definitely the headliner but flock of seagulls Seagulls, one song I love it. Five of them take no more than an hour. <laughs> the concert will be over in 60 minutes. Oh, it'll Listen, take longer I'll, than that because they got to change out every time. You know, somebody does their three songs, they move out. Next that'd be the worst does. part, Karen. Right. Actually, yeah. honestly, God, that would be the worst part. If you could figure out a way that they could all just get up, do their songs, be in and be out. Because in and of themselves, Flock of Seagulls, you're right. They have one, maybe two songs that I would want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Vinyl Ice did all that. Tone Low did all that. But I assume it's going to be such a cold clusterfuck having to stand there mm-hmm. 
waiting for them to come, you know, on the stage. Right. Everybody whoops and, and hollers and, and they've they got to find a bathroom say their hellos and, and bow and bullshit. No, get the fuck up on stage. Sing what I know. Get the fuck off stage. Bring the next guy next. on. Let's be done. In <laughs> right. I wonder what kind of cattle operation that, that is. That'd be great. Yeah. God, that'd be great. A new podcast titled Wild Things, Siegfried and Roy, is coming January 12th. The eight-part series follows the careers of lives of the duo and their personal and professional lives together. I'll listen to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in to it, that. too. After receiving approval to purchase the Palms by the Nevada Gaming Commission, new owner San Manuel Band of Mission Indians announced plans to reopen the property in the spring of 2022. In related news, at Las Vegas Locally reports that San Manuel has ordered casino chips with the name Palms on them, seemingly reassuring those who care that the Palms name isn't going anywhere. Yeah. I love it. Adele has barred high roller comp tickets to her residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace, saying she wanted to make sure that only her real fans had access to tickets. Yeah, which, how the fuck are you going to go ahead and uh, ensure yeah, that, fan, Adele? Which one of her real fans can afford to pay $15,000 for know, a ticket? Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate that, but good luck too. telling the casino that the, the you know that they can't comp tickets. Apparently, she's got that kind of pull. If they want her, mm-hmm. they got to do what she says. A mural of Tony Shea was unveiled this week on the side of Inspire Las Vegas. Located at Fremont Street and Las Vegas Boulevard during his birthday celebrations. Despite his birthday being December 12th, December 11th was officially named Tony Shea Day. I guess it's more important that, you know, you got something like that as opposed to how you got it. Or Is there something else going on on the 12th that they didn't want to conflict with it? Thank you, know. Karen. I, I would be super offended. Listen, I have every reason to believe that when I die prematurely, because let's be honest, that's the best way to go, <laughs> that you guys will keep holy the Sabbath, May 27th, every oh. single year. You'll do something <laughs> on the podcast. You'll tip one out for your homie, but <laughs> don't. For God's sake, don't, don't, don't do it on the 26th. My birthday by keeping it off by a day. Right, it's right. convenient. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Resorts World announced that Dead Mouse will be the next celebrity DJ to have a residence at the Zook nightclub. His residency will begin on January 5th, 2022. <laughs> hey, Karen. Yes. What the hell is Zook nightclub? I don't place the, I've never heard of. At Resorts World. You're, you're asking me like I've stepped inside a nightclub in the last decade. Exactly. With someone I've barely heard of. Right. <laughs> yeah. Win Encore hosted a red carpet event for the debut of the new Paramount Plus series titled 1883. 1883 is said to be a prequel to the series Yellowstone starring Kevin Costner. Are you guys watching that at all by chance? No. Yellowstone? It's a Western. Yeah, and I don't, we don't do Western We don't stuff. really get into those. I don't I don't really care either. Although I got to say, uh, something I'm putting out on the uh, old uh, podcast here is to what degree fans seem to, uh, I say our fans, listeners, are, are fans of um, something called Succession on some oh, other streaming watched, service. Like, a couple I never got through one. I don't even No, actually you started watching it and you told me you weren't into it and so I never got a chance to watch I it. I got to try that again cuz I've heard great things about it. Succession we, and what's the other one? There's another one like Billions or Billionaires or Oh, I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't, I don't know the name yeah, of it. Anyway. No, I haven't gonna, seen it. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it a try. If it's uh, if it winds up being anything worth watching, I'll I'll circle back and let folks and I can tell you though 
something that I think would be worth watching for folks that are kind of in the mood for something a little fun and, and truly brainless and just engage and like turn your brain off is a show, a movie called freaky, which is supposed to be a riff on like Friday the 13th, but also freaky Friday where you, you switch bodies. It stars um, Vince Vaughn, who I'm not usually a big fan of, but he and some other young gal and by young, I mean like she's yeah, like Vince Vaughn is a serial killer and then they swap bodies. And so yes. now yeah. he's oh, the wow. serial killer in her body. Bo- it's, it's cute. Huh. It's cute. It's, I saw the preview it's, it's, for that. And I, mean, I thought it was an interesting twist on the whole. It is. You know, it is. It is. It, I, I, it, let me put it this way. What's it called? I'm Tony? not much of a movie fan, but even I thought, all right, I'll give it a chance. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it for the hour and 45 minutes that I think the movie runs. It's it's worth your time. What I think it, it's worth it. What is it called again? Freaky. And it is on, I think, H, HBO Max. Okay. Got it. We'll go look Google for search it. it. And finally. The MGM Grand West Wing entrance, also known as the Hidden Entrance, is now closed. <laughs> What's up? That's cool. All right. Apparently, Judd Bartlett wouldn't let you through. Uh, today, all the doors are labeled as emergency exits. So. I mean, that was such a pain in the ass to get to that anyway. I'm surprised. I mean, because basically they funnel you through the walkway on the top. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards that you get in the game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So, it's a lot like our river segment. This week we have a PayPal donation. Technically, we've got two, so let's start the first one. Karen, uh, share with us our PayPal donation from Sean O'Mara. Yep, Sean writes, Karma donation for the trip starting Wednesday, staying at the Marriott for a few nights, and then moving over to Nomad. Might head up to Sporting Life Bar on Sahara Boulevard to play some online darts Wednesday or Friday. Love the podcast. Cheese. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate that. Sean, I don't know any, like, the... In and of themselves, these words make sense to me. Strung into the sentence that you've just str- put them in, I have no idea what you just said. You're <laughs> going to, apparently you're going to Vegas, and good for you. I hope that works out. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. I mean, what the, in fairness, come on, cut me a little bit. It's like, what exactly is online darts? Well, I assume competition over, like, some web. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Some comma web. Thank <laughs> you, sir. For crying out loud. Oh, don't don't despair. Hey, he's coming to Vegas yes, to do something right. that he enjoys. Don't you shame oh, no, him no, no, for no, it? I'm not. No, no, no. Here's my problem. Here's my problem. Our friend, um, our friend uh, Chris of Faces and Aces uh, Faces and Aces podcast <laughs> had twi- tweeted out something earlier today as related to the Superman movie. No, the Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he he screenshot the conversation, the 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 text conversation between himself and his sixteen year old niece, niece yep. and I could barely understand what she was saying. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what any of these words mean. Oh, I'm old. You need some teenagers in your life. We we yes, get that I with do. Uh, ideally with, eighteen oh, and nineteen year olds. Stop it. <laughs> okay, let's we get move that on. with our nephew on occasion. He'll he'll be texting uh, me stuff. The teenager like, I was looking for. No, no, um, no, talk no. to me about your PayPal donation from our buddy. Jonathan Blattman. So Jonathan says Vegas through this Tuesday. Almost forgot the karma donation. Hopefully this works. 
does. Jonathan, don't 100% worry. 100% of the time. 100% of the time, the karma donation 100% works. of the time, karma donation Guaranteed. Work. So l- let me r- real quick give a shout out to Jonathan. He oh, is an EMT, and he has been fighting the front line of COVID for the last, almost, going on two years. Oh, wow. God love the guy. He is still, to the best that I know, uh, to the best of my knowledge, he is still an EMT. Uh, Jonathan, you are on vacation, man, and I hope you are just blowing it out because the amount of stress uh, that you've probably been dealing with is... Yeah, no <clears> kidding. Right. Yeah, Enjoy your time off. Relax. Go a little crazy. Exactly. Have a buddy exactly. out there to, to look out for you right. so you don't meet the locals. <laughs> Find Sean. Go play some online darts. <laughs> Tell me what that means. All right. And last but not least, we've got a really, really cool email. Settle in, kiddos. It's going to take a few minutes to get through, but you're going to love it. It's an email from John Stark. Uh, that would be Jim Stark. Oh, yeah, that too. John John Stark was a character. No, no that, that was Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> was a character. Thanks for trying to save my bacon, Karen. <laughs> All right. So Jim writes, what, is, what was true in your first episode is true to this day. Your love of Vegas. Talking, discussing, arguing, relating to stories, and reveling in others with glee and genuine happiness. So why haven't you gone to an Oscars dinner? There's an old saying, never miss an opportunity to witness history. Mm-hmm. Before there was such a thing as podcasts or the internet, I was already down the rabbit hole, reading every book and every account of history as it relates to the mob and Vegas. The dinner I went to was about the Rosenthal hearings for a gaming license, glorified in the movie Casino. Much to my joy, Jeffrey Silver was also in attendance. Jeffrey Silver sat on the gaming control board at the time and was Goodman's adversary. To witness these two men, who are now great friends, tell their personal accounts of the proceedings, often adamantly disagreeing with each other and countering facts with alternative facts, was priceless. At one point, everything Oscar said, Jeffrey refuted point by point. (laughs) They have very similar personalities, and it was fun to witness. Imagine two historic Vegas figures bantering back and forth for about an hour about hearings that forever changed the course of Las Vegas as we know it. Two old war horses going toe-to-toe like old high school foes reliving a championship game. I love it. The difference is, this was a real time in history. These were the players, and Las Vegas's future was shaped because of it. This is the real value, the real reason you should not miss an opportunity to be in attendance. So, I'll be honest, I don't think I even knew these dinners existed until recently. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit bummed because as we speak, uh, Zorkfest is going on and uh, Oscar Goodman was going is going to be at the, or was, at the um, welcome reception tonight. Uh, but I'm hoping maybe he'll pop up in the Oscars later when we're there for dinner. But I, I do think it would be fun to kind of sit and listen. I don't know. It might be a little bit stressful for you just sort of being kind of that confined with so many people in a, right. in a place. But... Um, yeah, I think it's it's awesome and it's cool that they do these. Yeah. Oscars was the perfect setting. Dinner was fantastic. Four courses with options at each course. Jonathan was the MC and referee. In one <laughs> night, I met Vegas royalty past and present. I was sitting next to Derek Stevenson's table and behind Jonathan Jossel's table. While in direct eye, can't, eye contact with Oscar and his wife. After the event, I went and asked Oscar to sign my book of Rats and Men. He wrote a really nice passage and signed it in the hand of an 80-year-old man. Priceless. Truly priceless. Mm. I asked him if he knew Dennis Gomez. His response was priceless. He called Jeffrey over and had me ask the question again. So I did. 
I asked Jeffrey Silver about Dennis Gomez, knowing full well Dennis worked for Jeffrey and led the investigation for the GBC against the mob. Side note, read, hit me if you have it. Long story short, Dennis unearthed the entire scheme of skimming at the Scardust, Stardust with dead-to-right evidence against Mr. Rosenthal. Dennis was ordered to turn it over to the FBI, who did not act upon it. So here I am standing between these two guys who were staring each other down, waiting for each other to speak. They each broke out in laughter like they both knew a secret. It was clear there was no answer coming. But what Jeffrey did say is, and I quote, The timetable in the book was not necessarily the real-life timetable. I heard it from the men who were there. With that, I got my pictures with Oscar and bid adieu. To you three, and to any of my fellow 360 Vegas listeners who fancy themselves as a history buff, I say this. Whatever the reasoning or excuse or whatever preconceived ideas you have about Oscar himself, it should not keep you from one of these dinners. Clearly, he is in his element. Grandpa telling you the story of his life, a historical, factual, first-hand account about a pivotal era in Las Vegas history. I implore you to book a table. The man can't live forever, and you can't get this experience in a book. Just saying. Mm. Jim. It's a great point. It, it definitely I have to take that under advisement uh, if I'm going to get out there because he does things that... It's like once a month, I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely sounds like it'd be something up my avenue. Let's talk about this off mic because I think this is something that there is going to come a time when we're going to say, damn it, why didn't we do it when? And it's really going to come down to while Oscar Goodman was alive. Right. Uh, this is just something that I think we need and and should do because Jim's absolutely right. This is you're capturing lightning in a bottle. You've got this guy, he's going to share his stories and in listen, I listen to the um on the corner podcast with Jonathan Jocelyn in, in his group and every time, well not every time, but almost every time Oscar comes on and does a podcast with them, they inevitably cut back to audio from his time there. I think they're recording it. And I bet you in 20, 30, 40 years from now, we're going to be going back and getting to listen to Oscar Goodman tell these stories. I think they're recording it as he does it. But if they're not, and even if they are, why not take the opportunity right now? How many of us wish we could sit at the sands and listen and, and, and watch and see for ourselves the Rat Pack. They probably had no idea at the time they were witnessing history. They probably had no idea at the time. 50 years from now, people would have this thing called a podcast and they would talk about what must that have been like. I I, I think we would be stupid to miss it. I think we just, I think we need to make it a, a priority. Yeah. Yeah. So, we will do right. that. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that awesome report back. That was so cool. I think that is going to do it, however, for episode number 385. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to the show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, much like our buddy Jim did, please send that to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.